This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bovey, it's always game day in Buffalo. Bills lose 29-25 to the New England Patriots. Just a, a, a tough game to, to watch, to stomach, and to see the Bills come out on the losing end of but. In the game, the Bills, when they when the chips were down late and they had to score, they go two-minute, and they just went bam, 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 right down the field. We've seen mm-hmm. that happen before. And I said to Dawson Knox after the game in the locker room, I said, you know, wh- why is that? And is that something you might want to consider doing more of going forward, just regular? He said, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. He said, you know, when, you, when you're in that mode, you're keeping things simple. And you're just, you're, you're just kind of really going quick, finding the matchup, you hit. And you run, you have one route, you run it basically. I don't think he said it like that, but he said he did. He did use the word simpler. Mm-hmm. Matt, earlier this week, Gabe Davis talked about simplifying the offense. Yep. Is this offense too complicated? Are they trying to do too much? Is that why they come out of the game? They're trying to do all this stuff and here's the game plan. And is that what the answer is? Maybe, maybe they just need to say, hey, let's go a little tempo. Let's make things a little simpler. You go here, run to the fire hydrant, turn around. I'm hitting you, man. I think they're in their own heads. I think they're trying to do too much. And I think whenever you're trying to do too much at any level of anything, you do not perform your best. And I think that's what's happening to them. And I think that's from the top down. I think that's Dorsey. I think that's Josh. And I think that's a little bit of everybody else. I sat there, so I did not end up going to New England. I had a wedding in town this weekend. We sent somebody else for Channel 7. Brianna Aldridge was there. She did a great job. So I'm watching the game on TV. I never watch games on TV. At times, it was pain. I had major FOMO of not being in the game, but I also was just like listening to the broadcast. And they kept talking about, look at the Bills, spreading the ball out to all these different people. Screw that, man. Get the ball to your playmakers and go make plays. Like, I don't care that you're throwing it to eight or nine different people. And this is the conversation we had after the last episode of like, are they targeting digs too much? Heck no, they're not targeting digs too much. He's their best player. Look what happens when they need a play. They go out and get him. Quite frankly, they're targeting all those people, and it's hurting them because they're trying to get everybody involved. I think. Well, this- let me ask you a question, though. This is a great debate. I- I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you because I think this. You can look at this both ways. I don't disagree at all that you. Know, I mean, you can. Josh said it. You got to get the ball to Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. But Matt, outside Stefan Diggs, now Dalton Kincaid, we can talk about him in a minute. He had a this is a problem. Game. What you're about to say is a huge problem. Matt, they had Stefan Diggs had six catches. Mm-hmm. All of the other wide receivers combined had seven catches. Four different guys. That's a problem. 
Yeah, so I know you say, it's well, a, it's, just keep throwing the ball step on digs, but you can't have your number two receiver having one catch and one of your number and your number three receiver, Deontay Hardy, having one catch. You can't have that happen. I think those are flaws with the the maybe the people they have. And I think that given the current people they have, they should be going to digs as much as humanly possible. What I'm saying is like it's not good enough to have five targets and one catch for Gabe Davis. I'm sure some of that is scheme. And I'm sure that, you know, Josh probably wants some of the throws back. You need more from your number two wide receiver. You need more from your number three wide receiver. You need more from your tight end who makes a ton of money and gets targeted multiple times and finishes the day with one catch, right? Like you have the pieces or you thought you had the pieces and they are not performing. Today, the only people who stepped up offensively offensively were James Cook, weapons-wise, like Josh is a separate thing. James Cook, Stefan Diggs, and Dalton Kincaid. Mm -hmm. Everybody else left more to be desired. So if everybody else is leaving more to be desired, what do you do? Are are you going all in on the season with a week and a half to the deadline? Are you trying to add a receiver? Or I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know, but it is painfully obvious we're recording this on Sunday Night Football and I'm sitting here watching the Eagles play the weapons that the Eagles have it's unbelievable it's like you got AJ Brown you've got Devonta Smith you've got Dallas guy you've got all these guys like the when's the last time I don't want to like go too overboard here they scored 48 points a couple weeks ago when's the last time a Bills player made like a legit contested catch I can't think of one wow I mean, I don't know. I'd have to think maybe. That's what I, but like the fact that it doesn't immediately jump out to you is a bit concerning. I'm trying to think, but I know you're using the Eagles as an example, but I think even like their fans are upset right now with the way their offense is playing, to be quite honest with you. I mean, tonight we're watching this game. They're playing pretty well. Yeah. Well, it's also tough to gauge because the Bills scored 48 points on this defense. And so maybe the defense is right there. So, so, so Brown, I'm looking at their, their stats just as an example. Brown has 42 catches. Smith 42 has, yards. 42 yards. No, no, no. Oh, you mean on the AJ season? AJ Brown on the season coming in tonight. 42 mm-hmm. catches, 28 yard, uh, 28 catches for um, Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. The Bills, they're number one and two. 55. You have to go down to 22. It's not. It's it's not as bad as the distribution. A little bit more less. So yeah. I think there's a perception of oh my god. These guys don't get the ball nearly enough. I think Gabe Davis has actually had, you know, he's got 22 catches on the air today in this game, only one. Mm-hmm. I find, and look, some of the, some of the targets for Gabe today were Josh rolling out and trying and missing him. Message, and missing him. Yeah. And I thought Josh, by the way, had some accuracy issues today. So did I. So did Josh, I. I didn't know if it was I, a shoulder thing. I, I agree with you. It might've been Josh missed the open ball to Stefan Diggs. He had him. He should have hit him yeah. over the top. That Deep shot. Like, hey, it's a it's a fifty yard throw in the air. I get it. Like that's tough. Fifty to sixty mm-hmm. and stuff. Then he missed him again, wide open in the middle of the field later that drive, wide yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Can't have that happen. Josh was great late. He had some accuracy issues early. Could have been the shoulder. And he was also running around to the right. And he usually makes that pass. He mm-hmm. usually finds one of those guys. Wasn't able to do it in this game. All those things you said though about the receivers. I think it's a really healthy, interesting discussion because I agree with you. You got to throw the ball, Stephon Diggs. He's so good. He's the mm-hmm. number one. There's no doubt about it. Keep going to him. But Matt, yeah. like if he's the only guy that's threatening you, mm-hmm. then you got to have other people step up and throw the ball. And like you said, maybe it's that. Maybe it's them. Here, I'll give you. How about this one? Why is Dalton Kincaid not the tight end on the field in that fourth and two? I don't know. I mean, it's Austin Knox. He gets the ball knocked and knocked away from him. I mean, to me, that's 
is that you don't trust Dalton Kincaid because he's catching everything. I think mm-hmm. he's been targeted 17 times at 15 catches this year. I think I have going into the year it was something like that. Going into okay, the- let me take it a step further. Should their base offense be an 11 personnel offense and not a 12 personnel offense? And should I don't the know. one t- and should the one tight end be Dalton Kincaid? Because I think they might be their most dangerous with Diggs, Davis, Kincaid, and Hardy on the field, and then Kin- and obviously Kincaid is your tight end. Like right now, I really like Dawson Knox. I think he's a good player, and I think that they're going to need him to make a big play at a big moment somewhere down the road. But what is he providing that Kincaid is not right now? Sure, it's a better blocker, but if it's passing down and if you're going to be an offensive, if your identity is going to be passing the ball, is the difference that drastic? I don't know if it is. Bills lose 29 to 25. Another piece of this is uh, Tyler Bass has missed three of his last four field goals. If he makes the 42-yarder, yep, if he makes the 42-yarder, look, everything can play out differently. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But just in a vacuum, it's an eight-point game at the end of the game. They got to score and get two just to tie you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's also, I mean, also, if you make the field goal, even if Miami scores that touchdown, then you need a field goal. You don't need a touchdown. Right. So That's then right. your plays look different because you're just trying to get in field goal range. Not to bring up bad memories, but it's like the 13 seconds with Kansas City. Yes. They were able to get to field goal. You said goal Miami. Range. You meant New England, I think, but yeah. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I got you. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here, that's all. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that's a concern. And the miss was bad. Like, it wasn't even it was, close. It was right in the center of the field. 42 yeah. yards. You got to make that. Yeah. You should have made that. He should have made at least one last week. I know there are 50 yards plus, but you got mm-hmm. Tyler Bass. He's good enough to make those. Those are – these are the execution mistakes, which get me to the reaction of fans and the overreaction that I want to talk about here after the Bills lose 29-25 to the New England Patriots.